my name is Randy, and welcome to this episode of Infotainment. This podcast is made possible through Quinn Martin Productions. Wardrobe provided by Botany 500 and sponsored by Benson and Hedges Cigarettes. Five lucky downloaders of this episode will receive a complimentary box of Rice-A-Roni, the San Francisco treat. I will be your round mound of podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. This is the last stop podcast shop on your internet dial. So what is up on the podcast docket for today? I would like to welcome each and every one of you to this episode of Infotainment. Yeah, I know it's been a while since I've done one of these. And it gets frustrating sometimes when you don't uh, use a function for a few months and then you lose all the information uh, how, on how to reset it and stuff like that. But that's the thing I've been dealing with, uh, going to a lot of the the town uh, festivals that we do have here in uh, Worthington, Minnesota. And another reason is, you know, I wanted to give my voice a rest because the last time I could tell it wasn't... Uh, uh, working like it usually does. It was kind of seizing up on me. So I decided to take a little sabbatical, figure out some, since I don't get paid for it either, that's another contributing factor. If I did, I would uh, definitely adhere to a better uh, schedule of doing these things. But that's the way it goes with that. We shall see how my voice holds up uh, during this uh, episode. I do have another sponsor that is not paying me (laughs) for this. But they didn't want me to read copy. They uh, figured out their own commercial for it. So we'll dive right into that. Every day, more and more people are discovering something extra in smoking pleasure. Raleigh? Oh, no thanks. I have a pack. Well, I didn't know you'd switch. I just did. Why? I got embarrassed borrowing yours. Besides, I like that Raleigh taste. Oh, don't do that. Why not? The coupon. Save the Raleigh coupon. What for? What for? These flower shears, that lawn sprinkler, I got them free. Free for Raleigh coupons. So if you're not saving that coupon, I'll take it. Oh, no, you don't. I'll just keep the coupon. Raleigh coupons, good for free gifts. Buy Raleigh's by the carton. And get four extra coupons, 14 in all. With a filter or without, look for the pack with a coupon on the back. Smoke Raleigh cigarettes. I don't usually like to complain uh, about uh, technical difficulties, but this one just 
The only thing I did, uh, I used this Rodecaster Pro 2 in about the easiest form that I can. But I did add an HDMI splitter so I can see what I'm doing on two screens if I want. But now when my refrigerator stops uh, or starts, my screen showing Audacity uh, blanks out for a little bit. It's actually not a computer monitor per se, but a flat screen TV, one of those Vizios. But maybe it's cable management, plug it into another outlet or something. I don't know why this is the first time I've ever had this problem with uh, my screen blanking out, but then it comes back in a few seconds. But it would get real annoying if it does it during uh, recording. If anybody's got an answer for that, uh, my email is uh, randyms12 at gmail.com. If you have an electrical aptitude. <laughs> but I've always been told, look for the simplest uh, solution you can first. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Infotainment. I'm just here with my co-host, and introduce yourself. Hi. I'm me. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Worthington, high atop the tower. Here, we can see all over. I see you. Yeah, I'd like to welcome uh, CJ back to this episode of infotainment and I think we have a let's see if I can get our studio audience here <laughs> yes we've got a large studio audience yeah you're at the uh, <laughs> apartment studios <laughs> well what's been going on in your world not a whole lot, but uh, I got a quiz for you. Or a musical trivia, maybe. Let's call it that. What artist in a song said, Get your clothes back on. I looked over at Ethel, but she'd already been mooned. Uh, I don't know. I don't think uh, Buck Owens or Roy, Roger, Roy Rogers sang that. but No. <laughs> it's, it's actual lyrics in a song. Okay, who's who's saying that? Ray Stevens. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Didn't he do some other trucker type things? Yeah, he's done a bunch of those crazy, uh, crazy songs and different things. He's he's a uh, quite the guy. <laughs> yep. Very imaginative. No, that's the day the squirrel went berserk and the. Was it First Baptist Church or something like that? Was one of them? Okay, I can't remember. Then there's there was other songs, but but anyway, well, you you didn't get that one. <laughs> no, <laughs> if it's like eighties music that was on MTV when they actually played music on the original 
MTV. Yeah, remember when they really had uh, artist videos? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do. Yep, that's what they... I, I didn't really watch MTV because it's not my style of music, but um, I'm totally familiar with them, and and to, to see what they started out as and where they are now is just uh, uh, like night and day, basically. Yeah, I had a... I know Nina Hartley. She was one of the VJs. Triple J Jackson. He was one of the VJs. Alan Hunter and uh, Mark Goodman, I think. But I remember having a thing for Martha Quinn. She was a little doll on that show. (laughs) Or when she was uh, spinning the... Clips on the record. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more of a TNN guy back when TNN was on the Nashville network and uh, uh, went there for taping one time and uh, some friends of mine were there for a a taping. And when I was there, they never showed me, but they showed a a very good close-up of my friends from uh, Missouri that were happened to be there. And I had no idea they were there. I was watching TV one time and and there was a close-up of those two, and I'm like, I can't believe they're actually on TV, so I contacted them right away. Mm-hmm. Kind of a surprise. You don't normally see people you know on a big network program in the audience, but that was kind of neat. Oh, that's true. And I was really surprised at their set. Um, you know, Both uh, Randy and I are, are video guys, and, and uh, besides you know doing the radio stuff, and I was really surprised because at the time, their set was all pretty much all white, and uh, it was all done by color. Um, the way they colorized uh, the set and the background and all that, it was really a surprise to me. Um, kudos go out to their lighting department because it was just uh, unreal. All of a sudden, everything just kind of lit up with color. Um, very impressive. Yeah, some of them go all out on their stage shows. I would have, uh, back in 2020, <laughs> the year we'd all like to forget, and I was planning on going to see The Who at uh, Denver. That was the closest they were going to get. Um, but they, it, of course, it got canned when the when the covid start rolling in and uh but i did see a professionally done video on youtube of a whole concert in uh paris i believe and excuse me they that were probably playing most of what they would have played at uh the Pepsi Center in uh, Denver. And now they claim that due to insurance uh, issues with uh, hauling all their equipment and stuff like that, it it takes them like five, six shows, they said, before we they start making any money. Because huh. wow. it uh, all goes to like uh, insurance and... Nowadays they usually have like a like a little orchestra in back of them, covering uh, the 
the sound blank spaces. <laughs> huh. But wish they would come back, but this is not a big enough area, I think. If any pl place they would show up, it'd be in Minneapolis or uh, St. Paul up there. Hmm. I but, wonder what they clear. If it, if they have to sing that much before they start making money, I wonder how, how much money they actually make and if it's worth doing those five concerts basically for free. Yeah, I don't know. Then this day and age of how you how people get their music nowadays it's uh really uh switched around i know uh don henley well every everyone says that the the bands make most of their money by touring anymore and uh i know don henley of the eagles uh, is has been quite upset at people using their music without without uh, consent or whatever huh. but YouTube has a policy for that but he he employs or his record label employs like 60 people just to scour the net to make sure nobody's uh, using their music out of hand even though you can see a bunch of it on YouTube I I don't understand if they're just, I think they totally demonetize some of that stuff. So, hmm. you know, I I don't even know what, what it means to, do most of them still make uh, CDs or is it all just, oh, you can buy this song for 99 cents on uh, Spotify or Pandora. I think there's still a lot of artists that do CDs and stuff, but um, they're also including now SB, uh, USB drives um, because a lot of the new cars don't have CD players in them. They've got the USB, uh, you know, things in the vehicle. So you get your music on USB now and just plug it into your, uh, plug it into your, uh, you know, your car radio or whatever. Um, and I think there's some that get it off of, uh, like you say, some of the, uh, streaming services too, but USB drives seem to be a big thing out there right now. Um, yeah, but I, um, even with all that said, you know, I think, uh, I think people still go to the concerts, but some of the prices are getting outrageous for what they're selling tickets for. And I'm sure there's some fans that'll pay high buck for, for tickets. But I think if they lower the ticket value um, some and maybe lower some of the expenses that these artists have to pay out for, I think they'd start seeing increases in their crowds again. Um, my opinion, but I think that's, I think that plays a part of it too. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of wondering when, you know, Miley Cyrus seems to be doing well. She's uh, cranked out a really good one here a while back. But, yeah, it would be nice to see some of those bands. Oh, we got a, a brewery in town here, and they just had a guy coming in singing uh, songs with his acoustic guitar, and he was really good. But now they... Uh, uh, brewery owners 
They don't want to pay the insurance price to, to be for him to be able to sing uh, a group's tune. You know, uh, I think that's kind of ridiculous because at some point, you know, um, Don Henley, I, I listen to this guy, Rick Beato. He's a mu- musician, uh, music producer, done a lot of stuff with it. But he's got his biggest gripe with uh, Don Henley of the Eagles wanting to squeeze every dime out of hmm. anybody using their music. Hmm. So I don't know. It uh, just has changed a lot. Yeah, getting a USB drive. That uh, I n- I never heard of that one. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, been pretty pretty common um yeah and a lot of groups now are at least in the realm of the music that i deal with a lot a lot of the artists are are putting you know a bunch of their former albums on usb along with the current one and and uh uh you know selling them for like 50 bucks and then you know the person if you figure it out it's usually about 10 bucks a project compared to you know 15 or 20 or 25 whatever they normally sell a, a cd for um you know so I, interesting the uh technology now and how it's being utilized and one day um uh people people will mention the eagles that are old enough and these younger folks uh, eagles who's that you know <laughs> yeah and it's like, don't you want your music to be heard for future generations or not, you know? Yep. And by the looks of Don Henley's background, I saw him talking to, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, 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 oh, geez. A political committee that was talking about that how to protect the artist and it didn't look like he was suffering a whole lot there if his background was any indication of where he lives it looked like it was but i don't understand it these uh, some of these bands are really touchy about that so all right i didn't give cj a proper proper Welcome to the show, but now uh, that I found it, I can uh, do this. So we do have some help on this one. (laughs) It's been a long time since I've done one, and uh, I'm a little rusty at it, but maybe we'll... Get back in the swing of things. <laughs> CJ has a couple stories for our listening audience. If you, yeah. Well, I'm going to give you your choice, which uh, I told you off the air what they were. Which one would you like to hear first? Uh, well, either one is fine with me. <laughs> well, let's go with the uh, beach one first. All right. Um 
I read a story. It wasn't actually a story. I'm I'm in a group. I don't know what you'd want to call it, but somehow I got on this email group and people write questions or post comments and then want other people to comment on whatever it was that they were talking about. And somebody, I believe it was out on the West Coast, um, posted how there wasn't any um, topless beaches out there and wondered just where on earth there were any. And uh, a couple people um, suggested Florida, and one person in particular, and this one struck me kind of odd, they said, well, just about every beach in Florida is topless. Maybe not legally, but that's where people go. And they said it's uh, uh, the age range is open, uh, any age you'll see out there. And nobody does anything about it. Nobody gets ticketed. Nobody does nothing. Um, it's just uh, it's just open topless. And I thought that was kind of odd and kind of weird. What about the younger crowd and stuff? Um, to me, that's just not right. But uh, with everything going on in the world... Um, you know, it's the least, the last place I would want, you know, uh, my younger person to, to be topless at. And, um, but apparently I guess it's true. Um, somebody else responded with the exact same thing that, yeah, it's, uh, you see it wherever you, you go at any of the beaches down here and, and they don't get in trouble for it. Um, just struck me very odd that they would just let that happen especially nowadays. You know, with adults, I could understand, but not with, uh, you know, minors. To me, I just, it's not right. Just, uh, I don't know. But somebody confirmed it, so it must be uh, must be true. Um, you know, maybe our listeners out there know something more about it and can tell me more about it or tell us more about it, but uh, that's, what, uh, that's what I've heard out there. Wow. That's so. Uh, well, I have a confession to make. I, from time to time, I did go to a not so legal uh, <laughs> uh, clothing optional beach about f- five, ten minutes away from downtown Minneapolis, if you can believe that. Uh, just a smaller area. Uh, some interesting times there. Some that you really like seeing and some you really didn't like seeing. (laughs) (laughs) But now I've heard that they're... I was there once when the cops came down there and uh, I think they might have taken a few people away. But I was always careful about that. (laughs) But they're... There, in that case, you can be arrested, but in Florida, apparently, they don't arrest for that. Uh, maybe it's just too many people doing it, so they just let it happen. I don't know. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's weird. Um, you know, somebody else posted, well, um, it's natural, and for what happens naturally, you shouldn't be um, arrested for Um So, I don't know. You know, there's a... I wasn't going to bring this into the subject, but since we're kind of into it, there is a town in Oregon. And uh, my cousins told me about it. And 
Uh, it used to be the whole city was it was legal to be topless in that city. Well, now I guess they restricted it a little bit, but still majority of the town is it's okay to to jog topless. And uh, I wouldn't have believed it except it came from uh, the lips of uh, some relatives of mine out there. And uh, we actually went to the town. We were actually looking at uh, some old, old, old graves, and I didn't see anything out there. Um, but apparently it happens, and it's legal in that city. <laughs> Reminds me, I did a, a program on uh, and that exact thing, and it was called The Joys of Nudity in Oregon. Yep. Where... <laughs> If you're like in an uh, out-of-the-way park or walking area and there's no one there to bother you or, or whatever, seeing a few people, but you can do what you want. Hmm. And, uh, but that uh, beach up by the cities, which was uh, affectionately known as a bare-ass beach. <laughs> <laughs> Someone told me that they're using police drones uh, to uh, spy on people that are swimming there. It's not a huge beach by any means. It's just a pretty little area. And I think it's mainly because the neighbors, uh, there are houses around that can spy. They're like... uh, Two lakes connected. I think one's called Twin Lake and one's called Sweeney, hmm. if I remember right. Well, it doesn't surprise me they're using drones over there. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, if I went there these days, well, I can't because I don't have a vehicle, but it'd probably be a lot of... Lot, change in some ways you can't go back and it's just the uh, lightning in a bottle thing you know uh, the, like the women that uh, got away <laughs> <laughs> probably screaming with joy as they got you know, <laughs> for me but uh, <clears throat> yep I don't I don't have any problem with that. I mean I mean uh you know like why isn't there a gentleman's club outside the city limits of Worthington? But huh. I know this town's going to be uh really nitpicking about the the uh passing of the marijuana uh, smoking here. I know we can't do it around this building, but... Yeah, I... Personally, I'm not in favor of that stuff, but it... uh, I read somewhere where somebody went to uh, one of the games. I don't know if it's a Twins game or where where it was I'm thinking it was a twins game but they went brought their family brought their kids 
and um, they sat in a section and somebody was actively smoking there and um, they said it just stunk up so bad in that area that uh, uh, they couldn't stand it and uh, um, I think in public venues and stuff like that they should not be allowed to um, I think the majority of people would not be in favor of that um, you know at least if you're going to do it do it in your own private setting but don't be a you know, when you're out in a big area like that, especially when there's kids and stuff, they don't need to be exposed to that stuff. And uh, I don't know what happened to those people, but uh, if they moved or what they did, it shouldn't be them that have to move. It should be the people that were stinking it up. But uh, anyway, I've heard of that. Yeah, I know there's this uh, rat... Uh uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Benny, who lives in this uh, apartment complex, cool guy, and he probably wouldn't mind having that uh, being available to use around here, recreational. But I guess 2025 is uh, the date when... That's all going to huh. be available at dispenser. Because when I drove through uh, the Denver area like five, six years ago, I just saw uh, a dispensary. Was, all, all it basically said was um, for medical use or recreational use. And that's... Who knows? Huh. And, uh, the powers that be in politics are just figuring figuring out how to tax that stuff to death. And yep. So I guess the state will be making a lot of money on that. Maybe so they can uh, give us uh, another uh, little boost uh, uh Payment on our property uh, tax rebate. Because I got a little more, and then I got an extra little check. Yeah, um, I did too, and uh, uh, yeah, I did too, and that uh, that certainly was nice. I kind of forgot about they even passed that, and then somebody said something about it, and I kept checking my account, and it wasn't in there, it wasn't in there, and... All of a sudden, I got a paper check this time, which was kind of odd. I thought they'd do it by direct deposit. But anyway, I got it. It was a surprise. Yeah. It wasn't the 2000 that uh, the the governor had wanted uh, out originally. They had to scale it back quite a bit. But um, but yeah, it was nice, nice to get regardless. Yes, it was. You know, Randy, we were talking earlier about the uh, uh, topless beaches, and I've got another story to, uh, no pun intended, but it'll top that story. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Morgan Wallace, uh, Morgan Wallen fans uh, brawl over porta potties at a Pittsburgh concert, and uh, 
they've got a video of this, and it's uh, it's pretty kind of funny to watch. But uh, it says several women were caught on video brawling outside of porta potties at the Pittsburgh Morgan Wallen concert this week. In the video shared on X, formerly known as Twitter, one woman can be heard uh, telling another. Uh, F you, you do not cut in front of me, before they began to wildly shove each other. What'd they say again? Uh, they said, uh, F you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> A woman who was just leaving one of the porta potties got pushed by two women who spilled into the stall and quickly moved away from the scuffle. <laughs> A third woman who carefully handed a friend her drink, and then a fourth joined the brawl as a woman who were accused of cutting in line appeared to be pinned to the porta potty toilet seat. Well, that in itself is kind of gross. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've, uh, I've seen this video where it was really windy. Was, uh, uh, what do they call that? Uh, it's not a tornado exactly. Like it's, a dust uh, storm or something? No, the wind was kind of circulating. Uh, okay, well, Arizona, we call them, what, dust devils? Yeah, it could have been it. Yeah. And uh, I saw it's, it was very bizarre, but it was a porta potty that just shot up in the air like a rocket. <laughs> wow. Because of the wind. And then you could see, like, liquid flying out oh, the door. Gross. Was there somebody <laughs> in it? I hope not. <laughs> uh, maybe they wanted to become an astronaut in a weird way. <laughs> well, the story continues here that a man then pulled one of the women out of the stall unsuccessfully trying to break up the fight. One one of the women who had just joined the brawl after it started then shoved and kicked another into the porta potty, but she fell out and landed on the ground. Near the end of the video, an official-looking woman appeared to intervene, ending the fight as they continued to shout their complaints about each other. The brawlers reportedly uh, dispersed before police found out uh, about the fight and no arrests were made, but plenty of concertgoers were ejected for intoxication. Pittsburgh Public Safety Department told Billboard, and that's Billboard magazine, um, it's unclear if any of the women were kicked out of the concert. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty pretty interesting, the the video. Um, yeah. Um, excuse me while I take a drink of my adult beverage here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did a rest in peace, Jerry Springer, but did any of uh, the women pull off the others? Hair weave or wig or extension? <laughs> no, nothing like that. But when that one guy went to to uh, try to intervene, um, you know, one of the one of the girls had like those uh, uh, strap tops on, and he just grabbed by the straps and yanked her out of the out of the uh, uh, porta potty, and uh, <laughs> you know the, the straps stayed on. But uh, it was just kind of funny. He just pulled her back, kind of like a rubber band, just you know, yanked on it and pulled her back. It was a, uh, it was kind of kind of funny to see, but uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, but you know, looking at that story overall, um, 
people nowadays are so rude, um, especially at some of those events. Uh, for instance, uh, this doesn't have to do with the porta potty, but it's something similar to that. Um, you know, I went to the state fair, Minnesota State Fair, last week, and it took two hours from the time we got on the bus. We parked at a parking lot, got on the bus. It took us two hours to get from there to actually inside of the state fair. Um, it was just, it was just insane. But while we were waiting in this very long line in this parking lot, um, people would come and see how long the line is, and uh, they just worked their way, walked their way up, and work, walk in front of everybody to get up front. And uh, I'm like, you know, some of these are families, and I'm thinking, what are you teaching your kids that you can just bud in line when you want um, just because the line's too long? Um it's just, you know, I don't let people get by with that if they do it in front of me. At least, at least I make my voice heard. I don't fight, you know, don't start a fight. But, um, but uh, it's just, and I ha- I saw you know families do it. I saw a group of uh, college kids do it, and I'm just thinking it's, you know, it's just. Nobody's considerate anymore. All they think about is themselves, and uh, that just really bugs me when I see people do that. You know, some of the people didn't say anything, um, but I suppose maybe for fear of, you know, starting a fight or something like that, but um, I don't know. It's just rude. People are just playing rude nowadays, and uh, we're talking with a family behind us, and uh, we're talking about the same about the same thing because they you know they were seeing everything happen too um but it's just sad so if this happened at that porta potty i could see where a fight would break out just some people are just rude nowadays yeah especially uh, when driving too i mean you get exactly people that cut you off or i don't know why people would do this because it just makes them be a magnet for cops to stop, uh, stop them. And it's like, oh, policemen are oinkers, you know, the old deal. And uh, it's like, dude, get get that off your vehicle. You'll probably be stopped less than uh, <laughs> by cops just to uh, take you off. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, people are just rude in this uh, cancel culture age we got going on. Yep. So I know none of our listeners would ever, ever do anything like that. But if by chance you do that and I'm in line, you'll probably hear something from me. Mm -hmm. Just saying. (laughs) But I know none of your listeners are like that. All your listeners are good people and they'd never do anything like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard through the grapevine. Yeah, I don't hear it from them in an email or nothing. But, but. yeah, you you got pretty good listeners here, and we we enjoy you know coming on here and talking to your listeners. They're all pretty good. But I uh, uh, know a friend. Uh, uh, well, we deal with the same outfit and stuff, so we. 
we see each other from time to time, and and he he uh, got out a few bucks and gave it to me. Here's for your podcast. I go, wow, wow, thank you. That's cool. And uh, he says, yeah, I really like it when you do Halloween stories or uh, scary uh, my specials. Uh, it's getting so hard after 230-some episodes, it's getting hard to remember what I say on each of them. <laughs> and uh, I'd probably go back and, man, did I really say that back then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should do some time, uh, if you know, uh, you know as a special. Um, I don't know if you remember your anniversary date of when the program started or or that, but go back and do, you know, yesteryear and review and, and maybe air some of the stories that you first did or something like that. Um, whatever you got records of, that that would be interesting to hear. Uh, I know if we go back, I think it was, well, uh, I think this is about my, uh, let's see, uh, 12th year of doing this, uh, which is, Unbelievable, but I could put the actual first podcast I did on here, but people go, oh, man, his audio is terrible, and it was. <laughs> and Yeah, but it's part of history. It I is mean, part of it history. It shows how you started and how you progressed, how you've worked toward getting your sound better, um, you know, but it would be interesting to go back and hear some of those. Yeah, it would be. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, a lot of this stuff is kind of time uh, sensitive in some ways. But if you, if you know, you know the, what I'm talking about. But <laughs> it is amazing. But. Yep. So that's the end of my story uh, about the, uh, about the, uh, a brawl at the concert and the porta potties. Let me see here. Well, we're gonna take a hard left turn and go on to one of the stories I was gonna comment on. It uh, involves the modern age of dating, which is becoming like uh, just swiping through pictures on Tinder. Bumble and all those, but it is a story about how to call off, uh, break up with somebody uh, from a dating app. I don't know if they went out together, they or maybe not even met. But let's see, what's the best way to end something that's barely begun? (laughs) Is a breakup a Still a breakup if you weren't ever really together. Do you owe a dating app fling the same grace as someone who's already involved in your world? Be honest now. Meeting on Tinder, Hinge. I never really heard of Hinge. uh, Or Bumble. I have heard of them. Yeah, I've heard of them too. I don't know too much about them, but I've heard of it. I I did have a tim a timber yeah timber a Tinder thing at one time, but uh, once I heard some stats on that, it's it's not uh, 
going to work out for me to even have that because uh, like um, a huge percentage of the women are looking for the top 10% of guys. And for a lot of them, they better, they better be uh, able to accept the fact that they uh, might have you on rotation before they cut you loose if huh. they, because this, these, uh, you know, what would we call them, uh, mimbos, a man bimbo. Oh, really? No. Uh. <laughs> One who's got the three sixes, the six-pack, six-figure job, and the six-foot at least. <laughs> Brother. Uh, <clears throat> I saw one of these uh, YouTube uh, manosphere uh, type programs where it was hard for a woman to say that she would even date somebody shorter than the, uh, them, which, you know, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of these guys, they drive the, most uh, real expensive sports car and stuff, and and they say, oh, you got you uh, giving pro tips, and you should walk on the outside of a woman you're seeing on a sidewalk, so if anything happened, you can kind of push her out of the picture if a car starts coming at you. And uh, I never really knew that. Huh. And, one of these women who tries to offer advice for men and women that safety is a safe, safe, safe. They want to feel safe. And I'm like, do these women want a boyfriend or a, a bodyguard? <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, uh, it, uh, being on those dating sites can often lead us to immediately relegate a less serious status to a romantic endeavor. When you meet people online, it's easy to forget that they're real people too. We scroll, we judge. Suddenly people are products. And pretty much they're just doing it, uh, swiping on the, on the looks uh, deal, hmm. and one of the women says, "Oh, women read women read your profile, so it's a good thing to write a good profile if you uh, want to still date or nothing." I'm uh, pretty much out of that range anymore, and I don't care about it as much. Uh, Let's see, they feel like products. You feel like the main character and your Tinder matches are just the fun extra plot lines you'll someday forget. But when people are putting their feelings, bodies, and reputations on the line, you do owe them basic respect. And if you've gone beyond just uh, messaging and actually met up, then you definitely owe them more than uh, just dipping, just dipping out, I guess, is what they mean there. 
What I think can even be defined as a hotly debated, but most people seem to agree that it means you've hung out a few times. Mm. A thing probably isn't someone you've introduced to a bunch of your mates or someone you'd invite on a trip to the family, um, B-A-C-H, to the family's Bach. Yeah, that's hmm. that's the way it's spelled. I'm not messing it up. Family B A C H. I don't know what. The, maybe you see each other a few times a week, but it's mostly spent horizontally. Huh. Well, would a guy complain about that? Probably not. Maybe you're catching up once a month. Uh, but talk a lot online when you're both bored. You might be keeping things at a distance because you know they're not someone you see as a long-term partner. Well, and you can say it's a hard thing to find nowadays. It's someone who isn't a, a goal. I see these... Uh, there's one uh, YouTube channel called Man Talk, and he brings up the worst of the worst from like TikTok of how they're. Uh, here's how to be a gold digger when you're, you know. Uh, but. Or because you're currently only invested in uh, casual dating, but that doesn't mean there are no feelings involved whatsoever. People don't need to be in love to be affected by rejection. We can be hurt by someone we don't have strong feelings for. And there's never a guarantee that the way you feel is the same way the other person feels. So calling a casual thing quits doesn't mean you get to throw out any sense of caution or care. <coughs> Excuse me. Maybe it's time for another adult beverage. Uh, maybe now I got it back. If you're involved in a dating app romance that's reaching its expiration date, here are a few things to think about that will help you call it off without coming across like a Muppet. I don't okay. I don't get that. The biggest hurdle at hand is deciding whether you actually have to tell them you're not interested in anything serious. I would let them know that'd be one of the I'd lay down what I'm looking for or something so they can decide. Assuming that they're not going to care if you just disappear off the face of the earth isn't being considerate of the other person, his feelings. At the end of the day, you don't know what's really going on with them, and they might be invested enough that ghosting could really affect them neg negatively. Yeah, I could see that. Well, it depends on how much you know the person. If you met with them... It uh, may be worth a little more than just texting them. 
Oh, I want right. to bre- break up with you. Of course, it's me. It's not you at all. It's my hangups. <laughs> Isn't that the fame? It's not, it's not you. It's me, and I'm sorry it didn't work out. If you're ready to pull the plug, don't just let it fade out and hope for the best. It's not a problem if you've only been messaging and things just fizzled. But when you've crossed into the territory of grabbing a drink or coffee, you owe them a message to say you're calling it off. If the thing has gone for months, though, a message probably won't cut it, but a mutual, casual, or early days dating situation is one of the rare instances where it is the norm to end it in a message. Most of the time, the message itself is awkward territory on both ends, but it's better than nothing. Whether it's best to say you're not interested, don't see it going any further, or would like to end things is up to you. It's never nice to receive a message like that, uh, unless it's a relief that they're not interested, which probably means you should have already ended things. As long as you're being honest and gentle, then you've done your best. Don't criticize them in a message and don't give them false hope for the future by using the not interested in dating right now line. If you haven't made the switch to texting or messaging on something other than the dating app you met on, then obviously using the app To end it is the only option. But if you have already started talking to someone else, then stick with the new platform when you send the final message. I'm done. uh, I'm done with you. Go find somebody else. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Only person that they're dating. They might not be checking their apps anymore or have their notifications on things like Hinge and Bumble, you run the risk uh, they won't see the message, which sucks for them and could be very awkward for you. Hmm. Uh, Back in my high school and uh, uh, college days, uh, I wish I would have spent more time... (laughs) Looking for it because that's when you're around the most uh, people of the opposite gender. Uh, after after schooling, it just becomes well dating somebody and where you work. Or, well, this was way before this online dating stuff uh, opened it up to a whole new uh, plethora of dating options. Everyone is different and will interpret things differently. So if you're the one ending it, try to think think about what they would want. It's impossible to know someone sure. For sure, you might be fine with someone fading out and uh, uh, ghosting and never reappearing, but someone who sent you a lot of messages full of affectionate language, is probably going to be more satisfied with a thoughtful message. 
someone you slept with will probably feel like, uh, feel like, uh, uh, this. But save yourself, save yourself. I mean, you gotta throw yourself out a, a lifeboat. Uh, the trouble of dodging a, a dodgy exit and bow out as gracefully as possible. Be smart, don't be an arse. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, there's a person behind every profile even the ones who only have pictures at a uh, bottomless brunch. Now, when I was on Tinder, you know, one woman, uh, I've seen a lot of those pictures where there's like three women in the photo and their dating app gives you uh, not really a cue as to which woman actually wrote it. <laughs> it's like, that's kind of... Uh, stupid, but you should at least notify the person uh, which one you are in the profile picture. Uh, yeah, I don't know those. I don't know that I trust those online ones. It seems like they're all so fake. Um, I don't. Maybe there are some people that are actually true on there, but um, I don't know. I just. I haven't been on there a lot. Um, I tried a few, and then they respond back, and they seem interesting, and then all of a sudden it comes to, oh, but I'm short $300. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if we meet, can you, you help me out some? And uh, it just seems like they're always wanting something other than just a relationship. And Oh, uh, oh yeah. So yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't... Uh, well, that's a straight up scam, pretty much. Sounds like. Yeah, it. Uh, and so uh, I don't know that I trust them. Um, I do know of one person that that went on uh, one of the Christian dating sites, and he's a good friend of mine. And he uh, he actually met his wife on there, and they just uh, they're just a perfect couple. Um, and I very ironically, my sister uh, knew his wife before they ever joined up together. Um, but uh, they're doing real well, and uh, um, oh, that's, that's so, a good thing. So I do know they, you know, they do happen, and I've heard good stories um, for some people that just don't have a, you know, they're they might be shy or they just kind of. Um, maybe don't have the people in their area that they would be interested in, so they reach further out with that. But um, for me personally, I've never really had that uh, had that luck. But some people do. Yeah, I listened to one of their this betterbachelor.com. He gives out stories. The, the worst nightmare kind of stories. But some of them do end well, probably a small percentage, just like uh, the days of getting married as uh, uh, marriage right now is on the downturn. And if you, it's the guys that don't feel like they uh, 
like there's any benefit to it hmm. because of with uh, women uh, uh, doing 80, 90 percent of starting divorce proceedings and there's hmm. kids involved and, and, and most of those guys who think they're God's gift to women uh, mm -hmm. is say never date a woman with kids because mm. you're dealing with the kids and you're dealing with the if, if the ex is still in the picture it's not a good thing mm. and if you get out of the dating age range uh, uh, like I sort of have you can say without being married and no kids, you can say what I told one woman. I said, maybe that's why I never got married. It's because uh, all my time and money is all mine. And that's, you know, there's, I, I know you should pass on with as few regrets as possible, but maybe that's one thing I missed out on, but nowadays it's uh, kind of going that way. A lot of women are just uh, doing their own thing when they're, see it's kind of a useless proposition and a lot of men are, uh, well, the women are kind of in charge of uh, uh, jumping into the bed with another person. But guys are in charge of who's going to get the long-term relationship. Hmm. And also I heard of uh, some guy, he, he he got a picture of like, um, he looked like a male model, and I guess his profile, it was totally fake, and he made up a profile for him. And just tons of women were just, practically throwing themselves at through the through the app you know with their phone number and we can do this on the first date and wow hmm. wow uh, it's it's just a messed up uh, situation and uh, finding and then Finding a woman and, you know, vetting her uh, as far as did you have a good relationship with your parents? Uh, was the dad in the picture at all uh, kind of thing? Right. And these women that uh, post really uh, cring on uh, what you want to call it, take for the TikTokers, and they're showing their face, and you know, these people. I mean, if the guy's smart, they should be able to look at their uh, stuff, you know. And if she, another thing you should worry about if, if you. Been if you think you're exclusive with a woman or whatever, and she goes on one of these, oh, this is just a girl's vacation to Miami, and 
Yeah, she's. That's a red flag to huh. get out and get out now. Because, yeah, and I don't. These days, uh, the women I've dealt with sometimes they 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 just know they want something from you, and that's it. And uh, yeah, it's just. Uh, a bad time to be in uh, the dating scene. So, well, I think we've covered that. That could be a whole nother program about about how uh, dating apps for average-looking guys or whatever is practically useless. <laughs> unless you use some believable fake uh male model type right but and uh if you are lucky enough to get the one of the top one percenters with uh, a ton of money uh great looks and uh over uh, six foot uh Good luck with being exclusive for with him, because you might just be uh, the the woman uh, that you see on Tuesdays, and then he's got somebody lined up for uh, Thursday and Friday. And if you're willing to share a man, that's might be the way to go, I guess. So, but I can't see a lot of women liking that kind of situation. Yep, true. I couldn't, uh, I don't find myself in the, uh, uh, falling to the, uh, online systems again, dating systems. But, uh, to those that, uh, that do, you know, best of luck to you. Yeah. I quit using that. I don't, Unless I could put up a really good fake one just to see how many uh, women just start throwing their phone number at you. But, yeah, when they saw that real attractive guy, there were tons of women that were just... Well, I thought about it, and uh, I decided to give you a a little longer uh, podcast since I've been on... uh, sabbatical for a while (laughs) but i hope you're having a uh, great day today if uh, if it's your uh, birthday or anniversary today happy to both of you (laughs) (laughs) or whoever but i'd like to thank uh, cj for his participation in uh, this podcast and I think we'll uh, wrap it up and uh, move it on to the interwebs. Hey, Randy, I've got a final inspirational thought for you. Okay. Anyone who thinks fallen leaves are dead has never watched them dancing on a windy day. Mm. There you have it. Well, that reminds me of this. uh, (laughs) Not another topic here. Uh, uh, program, uh, oh, what is it? Paranormal caught on video, on camera. 
where this guy was walking down a trail, and there was no wind. There wasn't a a, a thing uh, blowing around, but he caught these two leaves. You know, he he didn't catch them. He was watching this and took a video of it, and they could verify that there wasn't any string or anybody pulling a prank, but these two leaves were kind of just like bobbing along like they had a purpose of going somewhere. <laughs> and they were just floating along there. It was the strangest thing because maybe a, a former uh, park employee or something trying to clean up the area. I don't know how <laughs> they get these two leaves. That's one show I... You know, I can watch it one month and then come back to to it the next month, and it's still one I've seen. <laughs> but, but that was wow. a weird sight because they were just bobbing along, going across the trail. And huh. it didn't look, it wasn't the wind and supposedly not done with the string, and I don't see how it. So there is some strange uh, occurrences that uh, happen. Ha. Yep, for sure, for sure. But I thought it was pretty neat. To, just never thought of it that way, but that's kind of a neat thought. Yeah. And well, uh, I think we covered a lot of it here. And uh, as always, you can uh, you can check out uh, my uh, or write me an email, uh, randyms12 at gmail.com. And that's also if you'd like to donate to my efforts here, it would be uh, greatly appreciated uh, by PayPal my Facebook page and my YouTube page and I got some few videos up there definitely not enough to uh, garner one of those uh, coveted YouTube uh, plaques they give you at uh, a certain number of subs yep <laughs> one day Randy one day you'll, you'll reach that yeah one day probably be dead before I even get that close <laughs> but um, here's hoping you have a great day today and thank you for uh, stopping by and taking the time to listen to this uh, podcast evacuation order acknowledged initiating shutdown sequence